Welcome to the Two Wealth Show, a show that shares how you can create real wealth for you and your family. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Bogard, and my co-host is Elizabeth Sickles, a.k.a. Super E. I am a real estate note investor specializing in performing residential real estate debt. I find the deals, acquire them for my own portfolio, as well as educate investors while walking them through the process of owning a real estate note. My co-host, Super E, a real estate investor, specializing in short-term rentals and the management of them. She connects investors with short-term tenants and manages everything in between. Our show is sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. You can find out more information by visiting our websites at brightpathnotes.com and elizabethmayora.com. Hello, and welcome to show number 17. Well, hello. (laughs) So what is new in your world, Justin Bogard, in the whole note space? I'm glad you asked because we just finished and now are promoting our training course that we have for real estate note investing. And so the name of it is uh, called Constant Cash Flow, and it's a course that you know, Elizabeth, I've seen a lot of different people in our note space have training courses and have educational stuff. And I kind of took the groundworks of what I felt like I should have known at the beginning to help lay the foundation to build me to going down a different path as far as investing in notes. So me and a couple of friends of mine in the note business, uh, we put together a video series, about a 25 plus video series about note investing. And so this online training course is going to be available uh, right now to buy. And so you can go to our website at brightpathnotes.com to find out more information. <clears throat> or you can email me at info, I-N-F-O at brightpathnotes.com. And we can get you more information on it. Uh, basically, we're offering Elizabeth about $300 off our retail price. So for $397, you can get a lot of good information about the note business. So if you've bought a note before, if you've created a note, or if you have no idea what a note is, it's still a great uh, educational series for you. And so again, it's called Constant Cash Flow, and and we just started promoting it. So we're very excited to to have it out there. We've already got some great feedback from people that have gone through the course already. Congratulations. That's huge. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. So what is new with your world, Elizabeth? We had the best month ever um, in July. So that was really, that's very exciting. We had one of our houses that grossed $28,000 in Indianapolis. Um, so yes, yeah, very exciting. And we have a really cool guest on our show who's also um, a property manager and he's killing it because he's in 20 different markets. Uh, so we're really excited to have Joe on our show and um, you know have our listeners and viewers hear about his story and have them inspire him or him inspire them. <laughs> hey, Joseph. How's it going? Pretty good. Thanks Great. for being on our show, of course. No, thanks so much for having me. This is a real treat. I was uh, hoping to be with uh, Elizabeth in person, uh, and then the airlines had other plans. So we're uh, adjusting fires, we'd say, in the Army. So, <laughs> Which we also especially want to thank you for your service to our yes. country. 
Absolutely. Um, well, I tell the taxpayers I appreciate my salary. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it works both ways, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. So how long were you in the Army, Joe? Uh, I was in for eight years on active duty. I'm still technically, I'm still in the reserves. So still technically in the army, but active duty for eight years. Okay. Mm -hmm. So where's your, where's the base set that you would go to? Well, I started out, so I went to University of Virginia for undergrad, did ROTC there. And then my first assignment was actually over at Oxford in the UK. I was over there on a Rhodes Scholarship and I did my master's and doctorate in international relations at Oxford and then came back in the infantry stationed at Fort Lewis. Uh, then out of Fort Lewis, went to Ranger School and then from Ranger School deployed uh, with the Ranger Regiment over to Afghanistan uh, and then been in Korea. I've done uh, Ukraine. I was in Ukraine for a while. I've been I was my last job. I served as the um, I ran our counter China policy in the Pacific on the National Security Council for uh, the last 18 months of the Trump administration. Um, so I've kind of been a little bit of everywhere. And uh, we actually started the company during uh, the, at one, the Afghanistan deployment. Um, my wife travels for work Monday through Thursday. And so no reason for her to stick around Columbus, Georgia. So we just left the furniture in our house, threw it on Airbnb and Homeway and realized there was a big need for this around military bases. And so came back and started getting, you know, more. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, actually on the deployment to Ukraine uh, was when we kind of unlocked what I like to say is our secret sauce, which is relying on military spouses, because I thought I was going to be done for uh, trying to manage a short term rental uh, portfolio from a shipping container in rural Ukraine. Uh, but luckily, some of the some of the spouses of some of the uh, service members that I was with over there, you know, wanted to kind of help manage things back in the U.S. And that's kind of become our. Uh, our secret sauce is relying on military spouses and veterans to kind of help build this portfolio. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a so you're, very you're impressive. Playing, yeah. He's almost got like a double life in a good way, right? <laughs> he's over there serving and he's, uh, he's also making a great business for himself too. So at the beginning, Elizabeth mentioned that you were supposed to be together uh, for this interview today and, and the, the plane, the, the airline situation got, got in front of that. So obviously you have some real estate or some properties in the Indianapolis area, I assume, or maybe the surrounding area. So that is that one of your markets or? None yet. We're interested in maybe working with Elizabeth uh, on, on, on that in some ways. But right now we don't have any properties in Indianapolis. Okay. Well, and it's a are... great market to be in. Yes. <laughs> but you are in over 20 markets. Can you talk a yep. little bit about the different markets and why you've gone into these different markets? Yeah. So we started out again, Columbus, Georgia was our first market. Mm -hmm. um, and then from Columbus that, you know, it kind of for a little while tracked where the army moved me. <laughs> so then I went to Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, and then we, so we started getting houses in Clarksville, Tennessee, which is Fort Campbell at the 101st. Um, and then we started, you know, Columbus was doing really well. And one of the reasons Columbus does well is because you have a bunch of military graduations. Uh, so basic training, ranger school, and everything else. So we looked at where does the military have other training depots, you know, initial entry, because families didn't want to come and see their soldiers, you know, while they're in training or as they graduate. So Columbia, South Carolina was another one of those bases. So we went to Columbia and started getting houses. And then from there, we just kind of started using different data sources to try to drive our, our acquisitions. Uh, so we're now in uh, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, uh, Mississippi, and Texas uh, is kind of the footprint that we have right now. 
and uh, again, hopefully able to work with Elizabeth and uh, add Indiana, Indiana to the to the mix. So, and how many properties do you guys have right now? A little over 150. So, oh wow, congratulations! Yeah, yeah uh, that, that's a nice size portfolio. <clears throat> it's been it's, it's been fun. So, and uh, <laughs> and so, you know, and what you know, two things you know, and so we have found that I mean the logistical problems of trying to manage across 20 different markets is very difficult. You'd have a lot more economies of scale, obviously, if we consolidated down to one or two markets. But there's a fair amount of risk in this business, not just real estate risk that's inherent to anything in the industry, but there's also a fair amount of regulatory risk. Um, you know, if local governments change the rules on who can or can't operate short-term rentals or where they can. And so we, you know, decided to spread ourselves out across these markets, even though it requires a lot more overhead to manage across such a, such a, you know, kind of diffused market. But as we've started managing for other uh, property owners as well, we found that this allows someone who wants more diversification in their portfolio to be able to say, Hey, I'd like short-term rentals. I'd maybe like several short-term rentals. I don't want to consolidate all down into one market and have too much risk. So we can, work with an investor and they may have a property in Virginia and one in Georgia, mm -hmm. one in Alabama, one in South Carolina, a couple in Tennessee, and that allows mm -hmm. them to get some more diversification, but they then don't have to onboard the overhead required to go into each of these individual markets and create a, you know, entirely separate infrastructure from scratch, you know, through our management company, they're able to basically pick up that infrastructure uh, while still getting the diversification. So they're essentially just a passive investor, right? They don't really have to have any any skill sets because you're facilitating that for them, correct? Right. We do. We do. Soup to table will help people find the homes. We, um, you know, find homes, help them underwrite the homes, renovate the homes if needed. Uh, we've got a renovation manager, renovation teams. Uh, we have our own warehouses in Tennessee where we warehouse all the furniture. So then we can load all the furniture up down to the tissue paper and you know soap and shampoo. Uh, and send it out to the house, get the house fully furnished. And then, of course, we provide the back-end management services as well. Um, and that's kind of evolved the way we started. You know, originally, it was just our own properties. Mm -hmm. And then when I would run out of capital, I started doing a rental arbitrage model where we would sign a three- to five-year lease, master lease, with the uh, option to turn around and operate it as a short-term rental. So we did that. And then some of the landlords that we leased from started coming to us and said, you know, how are you paying our lease and still making money? Uh, and so then we just started managing from some of those landlords. And that is kind of where the management business grew up. So now three types of properties, those we own, those we lease and those we manage. So then what got you into real estate investing? Like how how long ago was this when you actually first acquiring your, you know, for your own portfolio? Uh, 2018 was when, again, this was you know, kind of surrounding a, I only got into it because the army, uh, the army keeps moving me, kept moving me around. So we would buy a house and, you know, then the deployment wasn't going to be long enough to put someone in for a 12 month lease. I didn't want to sell okay. it so, all by uh, accident. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So you got smart pretty quickly and said, "Hey, look, this is this is something I could cash flow from. I'm going to a different city, right?" Smart or dumb, one of the two. I don't. <laughs> my wife, my wife would probably say I'm a nut job, but. Uh, yeah. 
And one of the things that's really unique because you are across so many markets here in the U.S. is you guys have, you know, your philosophy for your nomad you know, yep. team, right? Yep. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. So, you know, again, we, we, we love working with military spouses and veterans, but we work with every, you know, many other people who are not as well. So don't think, oh, I'm not a veteran or a military spouse. I can't work with Patriot Family Homes. Uh, definitely not, not the case. Um, so we have a lot of people, some of them young people, some of them actually older whose children have left the house and they kind of want to go and see the world. Uh, and so because we're in 1820 markets, you know, they can travel from, they can be in Virginia, you know, for a couple of weeks, go down to Florida, go to mountains and, you know, Georgia, you know, there's all sorts of places they can go. So we've had actually a couple of people who've really enjoyed giving up their house, putting their own house on Airbnb and home away. Right. So now all of a sudden they've turned their liability into an asset that's producing income and then they go on the road and set up house after house. They get to see new places. We cover all their expenses and of course pay them a, you know, pay them for doing the setup. So there's anybody who wants to travel around the world, uh, travel around the, the country, at least the Southeast uh, and mid Atlantic and maybe the Midwest here pretty soon and uh, set up houses. And uh, you know, we'd love to talk to them. So. I can, I can see that working out for the, for the younger folks as well that want to get out and move around to different yeah. cities, younger folks, meaning like the 20 to 30 year olds, not old people like Elizabeth and I. Well, I, you know, and, you know, as I said, you know, again, it's, it's kind of a mix, you know, it's either people who are younger, kind of pre-children family stage or people who are a little bit older or maybe, you know, kids are out of the house at this point. So both of those groups and uh, um, so, yeah, and I mean, and we, we have traveling renovation crews too. So people who are handy and like doing renovation work and want to travel, you know, we can do that as well for sure. Um, So lots of, lots of opportunities. Yeah, you found a, a great, I don't know if I call it a niche, but you found a great fit for for what you do and, and your experiences in the military and stuff and, and turn it into a business and how you can help other uh, folks that are in the military, even though you said you don't have, have to be in the military. But yeah, right. it sounds like a great, great model. So congratulations on all your success. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we also love, you know, the military is a great program called the Career, Career Skill Bridge Program, whereas folks are leaving the military, they can go intern with the company for up to six months. So we have several people who've come through and done that and they kind of go through our pipeline, get trained, and then we help them go out to a market where they and their family want to settle and launch their own market in kind of a franchise style. So that's been a lot of fun too. Okay. Wow. And how are you guys organized? Are you led by a board? Are you, do you have an executive staff or can you tell us about your organization? Yeah. So we're privately held. There's uh, you know, and it's, um, it's just me and, and, and one business partner who have the company. Um, and uh, but in terms of the leadership team, uh, you know, I serve as a CEO. We've got a COO, uh, Luke Brennan. Uh, we're in the process of in housing a controller CFO. And then we've got director. We've got directors that basically track the life cycle of a house. So we've got a director of acquisitions. And she goes out and is looking for houses to buy, sign leases, anything like that. We have a director of kind of business development that works on the on the uh, managed side of the house. So looking for homeowners who want us or investors who want us to manage their property. So that's the kind of acquisition side of either a home that we're buying, a home that we're leasing or, or, or managing. And then once we've acquired the home or signed the lease or the contract on the home, then if there's renovations required, we have a director of renovations. 
And then we have a setup director that oversees all of our warehouses and all the logistics that's involved in order in sourcing the inventory for the warehouse and then getting it pushed out to all the markets as we have homes. And then we have a director of uh, operations that oversees kind of the cleaners and all the maintenance and all the kind of day-to-day operations of our stabilized, uh, you know, properties. Uh, And then we have a director of kind of guest services and communications that oversees all of our website marketing and and customer engagement. That's quite a crew. Joe, how how was, um, how did, did COVID affect you at all from the time of, we'll say, you know, March of 2020 to now, have you seen any, anything that, has affected your business as far as internally and then externally with your properties or has it been, have you guys been able to manage through that pretty well? Yeah. I mean, when COVID hit, you know, if you'd asked, I think most real estate investors, what's one of the safest places you can invest. They'd have said, you know, something that's centered around the military, right? As long as taxpayers like, you know, keep paying the salaries and they keep getting the BAH and, you know, moving around. But uh, we lost because we were so heavily focused on the military when COVID hit, we lost 90% of our reservations uh, when the Secretary of Defense put in the no movement order because mm-hmm. all of the families who were traveling and everything else dried up. Um, that actually turned out to be a huge blessing in disguise because then we started, we had these huge gaps come on the calendar that we'd never had before. And we started <laughs> filling that in with insurance clients who, so let's say your home had water damage, got burned, you know, had some other sort of storm damage. The insurance company has to put you up in a house so we became the preferred vendor for several of the insurance companies uh, in, in, in kind of helping source that housing um, and started working a lot with traveling contractors uh, who were on the road and needed a place to stay. Uh, so it, early days, lost all the reservations. Mm-hmm. Then we occupancy actually went up as we started doing more longer term reservations with lower average daily rates, uh, you know, and kind of. Uh, you know, remain profitable, but nonetheless, like everybody in the hospitality industry took it, you know, took it on the chin through 2020. And then yeah. similar to what Elizabeth was saying, you know, as people come out of COVID starting in the spring of 2021, certainly going into the summer, you know, send a really great rebound and resurgence of travel that's helped us out a whole lot. That's awesome. And I, I haven't heard of anybody that was able to um, uh, facilitate that gap in, in, vacancies like you did as far as getting being an insurance vendor. I mean, that's, that's a fantastic idea. I haven't heard anybody do that. <laughs> well, we were, uh, uh, it was figure out something or go bankrupt. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> Your back's against the wall, right? You got no other choice. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. um, and Joe, is your, for your maintenance and your cleaners, are they in house? Are they outsourced? Do you do a combo? How is that structured? combination of both depending on the size of the market you know we have we have markets as small as one or two houses and then we have you know ones you know 30 40 houses so um you know in a and that's something we're constantly thinking through from an operation standpoint is how we is is at what point you know how we kind of structure that it's it it's actually pretty easy to have less, you know, less than five homes in a market because you can have an independent cleaning vendor and maintenance person and it's not too many homes and it's overwhelming. Uh, so it's pretty easy. And then, you know, as you know, once you kind of get up above 20 homes, you can justify, you know, kind of full-time W2, you know, market manager that kind of coordinates everything on the ground. The real challenge is getting from like home five to 20. And that's the kind of no man's land because, 
you don't really have the revenue base yet to justify the full-time W-2 team that you need, but it's become too operationally complex for a kind of hodgepodge of 1099 vendors that are trying to kind of coordinate and sync everything. So that's, that's the, so that's the biggest challenge is that kind of five to 20 uh, stair step. Yeah, I, I can see that. Definitely. Yeah. And what are your overall goals? Do you have a housing property management number that you want to get to? Or are you looking to get to X amount of markets? What's, what is the goal for Patriot? Yeah, I think we'd love to kind of be, uh, you know, in the, in the next three to five years, get to a couple thousand homes um, would kind of be our goal and, and located, you know, I tell everybody that, you know, we're the Walmart of the short-term rental industry and that's our, that's our goal. Um, and, and that manifests itself in a, in a couple of ways. One in, uh, the types of homes that we, you know, go after, we're not only after the kind of million dollar, you know, beach homes and everything else. We're very happy taking, you know, kind of standard homes as well under management. Uh, to the markets where we're willing to go, you know, the big, the kind of big players, Vacasa and others are really only interested in vacation markets and kind of major, major urban areas that have a lot of tourism, like a Nashville. Um, whereas, you know, we're very happy to, you know, play out in the Columbus, Georgia's, Columbia, South Carolina's, uh, you know, Montgomery, Alabama, all these kind of tertiary markets. Um, and that was, you know, again, similar to Walmart, right? Walmart developed the operational infrastructure to work out, in, you know, kind of across the country in these secondary and tertiary markets. And then when they showed up on the scene in primary markets, they developed the, the operational efficiency and discipline to really kind of crush the larger uh, operators that had kind of been able to, you know, built a bureaucratic structure that had a lot more fat to kind of draw off of. Um, so that's, that's part of it. And then, you know, uh, the way we resource and man uh, our markets, again, we don't have as many, W-2, you know, we're not as kind of, uh, you know, we don't have as much overhead in an individual market. We kind of go in with a lighter footprint, which allows us again to access some of those markets that, you know, companies who have a more heavy, uh, you know, admin footprint in the market can't justify the overhead required to enter that market. So by being leaner, kind of leaner, meaner machine uh, on the ground, we're able to access those. So, Joseph, you mentioned earlier about your company. Um, for those of you that are viewing this uh, podcast on our YouTube channel, either Elizabeth Mayors or Bright Path Notes YouTube channel, uh, the web address for his website is patriotfamilyhomes.com. It's uh, www.patriothome. I'm sorry, patriotfamilyhomes.com. So, I assume is that the best way for them to get a hold of you there if they want to, you know, invest in the company or if they need. Um, short-term space? Yes. Yep. Uh, they can reach out there. There's a contact us form. And again, you know, for property owners, we are happy to work with you on a couple things. We can, you know, lease your property if you want a guaranteed lease and turn around and sublease it as an Airbnb, or if you're looking for a management partner, happy to manage with you. And then on the management side, we offer full service package uh, and a digital only package. So if you're, you know, if you live in the local community, you got a great cleaner, great handyman, enjoy kind of doing a lot of the stuff on the ground yourself, but maybe need help with pricing, guest communication, you know, marketing, a lot of that stuff, then we can, we can do a digital only package for you as well. That's awesome. Right. So besides Indianapolis, do you have any other markets that you're, that you're eager to, to get into? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, we're looking in, in Indiana specifically, we're also looking at South Bend. Uh, actually, okay. our director of acquisitions uh, is in South Bend. Uh, and so we're looking there. And then kind of true to our Walmart style, we've long had Kokomo and a few of the kind of smaller towns that uh, actually have a very high kind of transient workforce. And as the result, you know, that need then housing. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's a couple different, you know, we're really interested in some of the the, the kind of Great Lakes areas of vacation spots. Um, yeah. kind of weather for better or worse, becomes warmer maybe up there uh, and you kind of get some long. So we're interested in some of those vacation markets as well. That's awesome. South Bend, that's Notre Dame country. Yes. Yeah. Our, our director of acquisitions, she was a army captain, uh, West Point graduate herself and is married to uh, another guy who is in, who's, is in the army still. And uh, he's getting his PhD in economics at Notre Dame. Uh, oh, wow. and so that's why they're, they're there. So. Very That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Elizabeth, do you have any um, last questions for, for Joe? Um, what would be your, obviously you've scaled very quickly, especially being in so many markets in just three years. What is one piece of advice that you would give to our listeners? Uh, you know, as it relates to short-term rentals, or I guess anything for that matter, uh, really is important to kind of learn all aspects of your business. So when we're bringing people on the team, I'm a big believer in the Chick-fil-A model, right? So uh, everybody starts out messaging guests, cleaning houses, doing basic handyman stuff uh, so that they understand all aspects of the business as they kind of come up through the ranks. So, you know, if you're wanting to get into this uh, industry, make sure you kind of put in the time to understand all aspects of it. Um, that'd be my biggest piece of advice. Great advice. Yes. There <laughs> are advice. many moving parts to this. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, Joseph, thank you so much for being on our show today. We really appreciate it. I loved learning your story. I hadn't heard it before. I know Elizabeth has. So I really enjoyed getting to know kind of your path from, you said around 2017, 2018 to getting where you are today is exceptional growth, especially with a COVID year in between all that as well. So we definitely commend you for where you're at today. And thank you for being on our show. Thank you so much for having me and uh, uh, hope to join you again sometime. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. So this is episode number 17. I'm Justin Bogard with Bright Path Notes. And I'm Elizabeth with Elizabeth Mayora. All right. See you next time, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye. The Two Wealth Show is produced by Justin Bogard and Super E, sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. Thanks for listening and watching for our show. 